tradition uh, I'll bow to, to my right and bow to my to my left um, and, and having done so I'll, I'll request uh, delegates to observe a moment of, of silence uh, for prayer and meditation. Thank you very much. Um, let me then take this opportunity uh, to please remind uh, the members that the rules and, and, and processes uh, apply. I would like uh, to remind you of the, the following. That the virtual sitting constitutes a sitting of the National Council of Provinces that the place of sitting is deemed to be Cape Town, where the seat of the National Council of Provinces is. Delegates in the virtual sitting enjoy the same powers and privileges that apply in a sitting of the National Council of Provinces. For purpose of the quorum, all delegates who are locked onto the virtual platform are deemed to be present. Delegates must always switch on their videos and delegates should ensure that uh, the microphones on their gadgets are, are muted and must always remain muted. The interpretation facility is active as has already been indicated and any delegate who wishes to speak must use the raise your hand function and by now honorable members are familiar with this function. Uh, I'm told that there are no, there be no notices of motions or motions without notice. Um, uh, and, and, and that being the case, we, we will then proceed uh, to the order paper. Honorable delegates, we shall now proceed to the first order. Consideration of upgrading of land tenure rights amendment bill B6B-2020 National Assembly. Chair, on a point of order. Yes. Honorable Lamus uh, 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 What's the point of order? Honorable Labos Kachne? I think she's been dropped, Chair. Yeah, but... Can we try and get a better uh, system so that we can attend to the issue that she's trying to raise? Labuskakhne, is it Bosch or Labuskakhne? 
No, Chair, it's Labas Kachni. I just said when you were calling her name, it seems as if she's been dropped. Okay. But please proceed. Whilst the problem is being raised. I was saying that uh, we shall now proceed to the first order, consideration of the of upgrading of land tenure rights amendment uh, B B six B dash twenty twenty National Assembly section seventy six and report uh, of select committee of on land reform environment 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 mineral resources and energy. Uh, there on. I now call on Honorable uh, T.C. Mudise, Chairperson of the Select Committee, to present the committee report. Honorable Mudise. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Chairperson, Honorable Deputy Chairperson, Honorable Minister and Deputy Minister, Honorable Members of the uh, NCOP Provincial Delegates, ladies and gentlemen. Honorable Chairperson, allow me to present the report of the Select Committee on Land Reform and Rural Development. Uh, rural. Honorable Chairperson, uh, on the 16th of uh, February, after the National Assembly referred the upgraded Land Right Tenure Amendment Act to the committee, on the 1st of December, 2020, the Bill B12B 2017, the Department of Agriculture and Rural Reform came to brief the committee in that meeting where the select committee invited all the provincial legislature to the meeting. The bill amendment bill B6B of 2020 focused on the two important uh, implementing court decision. The court ruling uh, regarding the upgrading of the Land Tenure Act. In the first ruling, the court set aside section two, subsection one of the act which was found unconstitutionally as excluded women from the property system. This amounted the gender discrimination in contravening of the section, section, section nine of the constitution. That uh, Rahube, vice versa Rahube, take uh, this matter to court and court agreed to. And parliament was required to introduce con uh, introduce constitutionally sound procedure for the determination of the rights of ownership and occupation of the, of the land remedy. In the second ruling, the court confirmed that section 25A of ULTRA is invalid to extend that is, it is not cover all the applications, not, not cover all the Republic of South Africa, particularly in the homeland. 
the amendment of section 25 of the ultra partially addressed the court ruling and in this second uh, court ruling there was no court deadline like the first one the parliament was uh, giving until the 29th of April 2020, uh, 2021. Honorable Chairperson, uh, after all these things, the public participation was held. Uh, on the 17th of uh, uh, February, the select committee again uh, sent uh, all the select advertisement advertise call for public comments on the bill that media platform where uses the broader sector of our country as you know in 1995 the freedom charter declared that close quote I mean, uh, open quote, people shall govern, close quote. And indeed, parliamentary particip public participation is one of the me mechanisms that ensure that the voices of our people heard in legislative and policy making. That's why all the provinces held their public hearing and make sure that all the people in the province participate in this amendment bill because it was a very difficult bill and it was a bill that was oppressing a black women. A honorable chairperson, when I was saying that the committee, when they received the public, uh, the comments from the provinces, we received the comment from the Royal Bafouke Northwest uh, Banking of South Africa Association, Social Justice Coalition, Corrupt, Social Co Justice Coalition, Corruption Watch, and COSATU, and others. They were commenting that uh, this act of 1991, the bills, was an apartheid era and did not consider or not regard the view of the black African majority. And they needed it to be amend amended. Uh, on the <clears throat> 7th of April, the select committee held its man negotiating mandate where seven provinces Send their six provinces send their uh, negotiating mandate, and six provinces supporting the bill. One province were not when was not supporting, and two provinces did not send their mandate. When if I can ask you from this to uh, steady your movement, otherwise. Uh, uh, the camera is, is capturing you, uh, moving in 101 directions and so on. So okay, uh, please you. proceed. The six provinces were supporting the bill and one province did not support the bill. 
and two provinces did not send their mandate, whereas the other one requested the chairperson of uh, NCOP to give them extension to cover, to make sure that they cover the vested uh, province uh, to reach everybody, to make sure that everybody is reached. And one province which was braved uh, didn't have its uh, public hearing. Uh, Honorable Chairperson, on the 13th of April, the committee held its meeting on the final mandate. The committee received eight mandates from the provinces. One did not submit, whereas seven provinces sub, uh, support the mandate, uh, the mandate, the bill, and one province did not support the mandate, the act. We do not take this, as the select committee, we do not take as for granted the impact, the importance of the land in helping improving the economic condition of many vulnerable women of our country, in recognizing the importance that the land play in an economy. In, 19, uh, in his 2019 SONA, His Excellency President Honorable Ramaphosa said, I quote, faster economic growth require accelerating land reform in rural and urban area and a clear property rights regime, close quote. Honorable Chairperson, in my conclusion, the Select Committee on Land Reform, Environment, Mineral Resource and Energy having deliberated on consider deliberated and considered the subject of upgrading of the land tenure amendment bill B6B2020 National Assembly section 76 refer to it as classified by JTMS section 76 bill. The committee agreed on it whereas one province did not. And the committee noted that because this uh, province, they opted to remain in Egypt where women were nothing, where women were oppressed. And again, the committee noted that that province, it was not an easy for them to change. Chairperson, on a point of order. Yes, I think the chairperson is reading something in the report that the committee never agreed upon. Uh, the part that said that uh, that is a province where women are uh, 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 oppressed, that was not discussed, and it's not a true reflection of what was going on in the thing in the committee. I strongly oppose against something of a personal opinion that the chairperson put into a report. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. And then 
we noted that uh, if they don't uh, want to, they, they want to remain in Egypt, it's fine for them to remain in Egypt where women is nothing where, where women were oppressed. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. The bill was agreed by the committee. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Mudise. And that concludes the debate. But before I continue, uh, let me just note that uh, it, it has been brought to my attention that the minister and deputy minister have joined us. Uh, so we take this opportunity to welcome both the minister and the deputy minister to this sitting of the uh, NCOP. Uh, I shall now put the question. The question is that the bill be, be agreed to. Uh, but before we, 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 we continue, we shall now proceed to uh, 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 the, the whole, to, to look at the whole question of uh, declaration uh, and ask provinces uh, uh, to indicate whether they intend making declarations in terms of Rule 71. Uh, if they so wish, uh, the maximum time for this for the declaration is uh, three minutes uh, per province. Uh, any declarations? Yes, today. Please proceed. Can I proceed, Chair? Please proceed. Honourable Chairperson, the Western Cape cannot support the amendment bill as it may fall short of Section 1542 of the Constitution due to a lack of public consultation for which it was referred to in the first place. Secondly, the amendment bill only addresses sections of the Act whereas the entire Act should have been repealed and an entirely new bill be introduced. This bill is in its current state sustains apartheid legislation that discriminates against South Africans that stay in tribal and communal areas by preventing them from owning property like the rest of South Africa. This is a disgrace and every province that supports this bill as it stands today should hang their heads in shame for sustaining separation laws that translates in Afrikaans to apartheid. Thirdly, this bill does not provide for the ordinary South African who will not be able to afford legal fees to apply to court for appropriate relief, as only a few determined elite people will be able to stand up for themselves. Lastly, it was clear in the select committee proceedings during the negotiating mandate phase that the majority of the provinces were not happy with the bill as it stands, but delegates were quickly railed in by the ANC to toe the line and the chairperson allowed that. This caused great confusion and, uh, and chaos as provincial delegates first supported an amendment, but quickly changed their vote after a so-called five minutes caucus with the secretary of the parliament, uh, uh, which was then called as caucuses with their provinces. Therefore, the Western Cape cannot support the bill. Thank you very much. Any other province wishing to make a declaration? My hand is up, Mpumalanga, Chair. Mpumalanga, please proceed. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson uh, of the House, uh, Minister and Deputy Minister, Honorable Members, Provincial Delegates, uh, fellow South Africans, good morning. House Chairperson, we are happy as the African National Congress that the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development has responded positively to the order of the 
to the order of the Constitutional Court in response of the two cases that have been mentioned here today by my colleague, the chairperson. The ANC's uh, land reform policy has got three pillars, and that is land uh, uh, redistribution, restitution, and security, security of tenure. The department has in the past briefed uh, this committee, select committee on progress and further plans to ensure that the land tenure security is strengthened in our country. We have taken note of the concerns that have been raised by members of the public and as the ANC, we are happy that the department will in this financial year introduce communal land tenure legislation that will deal broadly with matters of uh, tenure security in the communal or form, former homeland areas. Given the in the, uh, initiative uh, chairperson undertaken by the department, we are content with the conclusion of the application of section 19 and 20 of the, of the 1991 act, as the court had only confined itself to section three of the same act. Uh, Chairperson, we support the proposed amendment uh, that the executive must be able to receive, adjudicate and resolve any dispute related to an application for conversion of land rights into full ownership. In conclusion, Chair, in order to appreciate the progress that has been made in terms of our land reform program, it is important that we read ULTRA in conjunction with other relevant pieces of legislation. We will concern ourselves uh, much, with the, much with the DA as it is within their blue blood to reject transformative legislation that seeks to redress the historical injustices. The call by the EFF that the department should review uh, the land reform legislation did not assist with process and we hope that they will wake up to realize the complexities of apartheid era law. Thank you very much, Chairperson and the House. Thank you very much. Uh, the next person to speak is Honorable Bibi from KwaZulu-Natal. Uh, Honorable Bibi. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chairperson. Uh, greetings to Honorable uh, Chairperson of the House, Ministers and Deputy Ministers present, Honorable Members of the NCOP, Provincial Delegates and Ladies and Gentlemen. Honorable Chairperson, the discrimination of women remains of the triple challenges of race, class and gender that the African National Congress is working towards its eradication. In the month of freedom, we are reminded of the sterling job that women in South Africa played in helping realize the goal of the Freedom Charter, that people shall govern. During apartheid, black people were not recognized as citizens of South Africa by government and could therefore not be able to own any land or property. The apartheid government not only made laws that are, radical, that are radically discriminatory, but they furthermore enacted pieces of legislation that perpetuated the oppression of women on the basis of their gender and thus effectively reinforcing 
a very particularly political and socio-economic. Um, after 1991, upgrading of land tenure rights act is one such piece of legislation, vestige of an oppressive system of colonialism apartheid that was passed in 1991 and sought to provide for the upgrading of conversion into ownership of the tribes. Women were excluded in terms of this 1991 legislation from owning any land and property, which was very bad Jefferson. The Alter Amendment Bill, the bill was necessitated by the two constitutional court cases. That is firstly, Rahube versus Rahube, and secondly, in the Herbert Noah and other versus Sengu municipality, in the Rahube case, section two of Alter was found to be unconstitutional in so far as it discriminated against the rights of women to independently own property and did not afford interested persons an opportunity to object to the conversation. In the same matter, it was found that Section 25A of Ultra Act, which excluded the application of Section 3, uh, same act in the former Transkai, Boputatswana, Venda, and Siskai states to be unconstitutional. The ANC supports the bill as it will ensure women access and ownership of land and property. And this will an positive impact in terms of ensuring that justice of the past are corrected and further boost the skewed land property ownership by women. I thank you, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thanks. Any other uh, deterioration from any other province? Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson Limpopo. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Chairperson, and uh, greetings to the Minister and Deputy Minister, the uh, provincial delegates. There can be no doubt, uh, Chairperson, that they ANC has made progressive strides in terms of ensuring that the legacy of apartheid is fully eradicated. This parliament has since 1994 passed legislation that positively seeks to empower women in our country. However, the face of poverty in South Africa still remains black, African, and its gender is female. Therefore, I stand uh, on behalf of Limpopo to declare that the ANC supports the Ultra Amendment Bill and this piece of legislation will ensure that it is not only respond to the order issued by the highest court in the land, but it contributes towards the transformation of ownership patterns of land and property in this country. The Ultra Bill proposed amendments uh, are consistent uh, with what we would like to achieve as the ANC as far as the empowerment of women is concerned. The amendment bill will not automatically 
convert into ownership in terms of section two, the deed of grant or permission to occupy without first making public, it publicly known. The Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development will invite the public to object to an application for a conversion of deeds of grants or PTO by any interested person and the bill make provision for mediation and dispute resolution. There can be no doubt that the impact of this proposed legislation can only be positive, and this is not only the piece of legislation under the department, as there are other pieces of legislation and policies that are aimed at enhancing women's ownership of land and property. In conclusion, uh, Chairperson, the women in South Africa remain vulnerable and suffered all sorts of physical and emotional abuse. And this, in redressing this persistent challenge, the House will continue to pass legislation that will transform our society and ensure that, that the achievement of gender equality in our democratic nation. And therefore, uh, Limpopo supports the bill. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Any other province wishing to make a declaration? Now, we'll now proceed to voting on the, on the question. And the question is that the bill be agreed to. And when called upon to do so, heads of delegations must indicate whether they vote, they vote in favor against or abstain. Uh, we will do so uh, in the voting uh, in an alphabetical order. Uh, we'll start with the, the Eastern Cape. Eastern Cape? Agreed. Agreed, Eastern Cape. Agreed. Eastern Cape in favor. Free State? Free State votes in favor, Honorable Chairperson of the Council. State vote in favor, okay. Outing vote in favor, Chairperson. Outing vote in favor, Kwazulu Natal. Kwazulu Natal, I say, Kwazulu Natal, I say, Limpopo. Limpopo supports. Limpopo is voting in favor. Mpumalanga. Mpumalanga supports. Mpumalanga supports. Northern Cape. Northern Cape support. Northern Cape support. Northern Cape support. Northwest has the mandate. The glad of color. No mandate of Northwest. Western Cape. Western Cape does not support. Northern Cape is against. So the seventh, uh, now that voting is closed, um, seven provinces have voted uh, in favor. Uh, uh, I therefore declare the bill agreed to in terms of section 65 of the constitution. Thank you very much. We'll move to the next uh, the, the, the order. So, delegates, we shall now proceed to the second order, consideration of Correctional Services Amendment Bill B32-2020, National Assembly Test Section 75, and report on Select Committee 
on security and, and justice thereof. So I call on uh, Honorable S. Shaikh, Chairperson of the Select Committee, to present the committee report. Honorable Shaikh. Uh, thank you, Honorable Chepherson, and uh, good morning, Honorable Members. Uh, Honorable Chepherson, the Correctional Services Amend Amendment Bill, B32-2020, was referred to the Select Committee on Security and Justice on the 9th of March, 2021. The committee has agreed to the bill without proposed amendments. Honorable Chepherson, the bill was developed to give effect to the Constitutional Court judgment known as the Pathla Judgment. The Constitutional Court in its judgment dated the 3rd of May, 2019, in Opa Chipani versus the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services and another, found certain sections of the Principal Act to be unconstitutional and ordered the amendment of those sections by Parliament within a period of 24 months from the date of the order, that is before the 3rd of May, 2021. The Constitutional Court varied and confirmed an order of invalidity of the High Court of, of Sections 136, Subsection 1, and 73, Subsection 6B4 of the Principal Act in that these sections were declared inconsistent with Sections 9, Subsection 1 and 3, as well as Section 35, Subsection 3N of the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa. Honorable Chair, Mr. Pathler, an inmate serving a sentence of life imprisonment was convicted on the 25th of September 2004 for offenses committed earlier, but was sentenced only on the 5th of October 2004. This meant that in line with section 136, subsection 1, read together with section 73, subsection 64 of the Principal Act, he was required to serve 25 years before he could become eligible to be considered for parole placement. If he had been sentenced before the coming into operation of Chapter 7 of the Principal Act on the 1st of October 2004, he would have had to serve only 20 years before being eligible for consideration for parole placement. He challenged Section 136.1 of the Principal Act in the High Court on the grounds that the use of the date of sentence rather than the date of commission of offense violated his right to a fair trial as contemplated in section 35, subsection 3N of the Constitution. He also contended that section 136, subsection 1 breaches his right to equal protection of the law and the right not to be unfairly discriminated against in terms of section 9 of the Constitution. The Constitutional Court held that the impugned provisions breach the constitutional rights to equal treatment by the law and not to be discriminated against unfairly. The court also found that the impugned provisions amounted to retroactive application of the law, which violated the principle of legality. Section 136, subsection one of the principle act is a transitional provision. And the constitutional court ordered that this section shall read as follows, pending the amendment thereto by parliament within the period ordered. Any person serving a sentence of incarceration for an offence committed before the commencement of Chapters 4, 6, and 7 of the Correctional Services Act is subject to the provisions of the Correctional Service Act 8 of 1959, relating to his or her placement under community corrections, and is to be considered for such release, release and placement by the Correctional Supervision and Parole Board 
In terms of the policy and guidelines applied by the former parole boards prior to the commencement of these chapters. Honorable Chair, the Correctional Services Amendment Bill has therefore been developed to give effect to a constitutional court judgment and, amends, and also amends the definition of minister by proposing to amend the following sections of the Correctional Services Act 1998, meaning the Principal Act. Section one, the definition of minister. Section 73, subsection 6A and 73, subsection 6B4, where the minimum detention period of sentence offenders before becoming entitled to be considered for placement on parole for offenses committed after the 1st of October, 2004. And section 36, section 136, subject, section one, and 136, subsection 3A, the transitional provisions regarding placement on parole of sentence of offenders for offenses committed before the 1st of October, 2004. Honorable Chairperson, the committee received a briefing on the ball by the Department of Correctional Services on the 10th of May 2021. And thereafter, the ball was published in national newspapers from the 29th of March 2021 with the deadline of 16th of April 2021. The ball was also pu published on the Parliament social media platforms and website from the 10th of March 2021. However, Honorable Chairperson, the committee received no public comments on the ball and on the 19th of April, 2021, proceeded to consider the Correctional Services Amendment Bill. The bill was unanimously supported by the committee without amendments. Honorable Jefferson, the Select Committee on Security and Justice, having considered the Correctional Services Amendment Bill, B32-2020, referred to it and classified by the JTM as a Section 75 bill, submits the bill without proposed amendments for the Council's consideration. I thank you very much, Honorable Chairs. Thank you very much, Honorable Shaikh. Uh, that concludes uh, the debate. Uh, I now have a question, and the question is that the bill be, be agreed to. But before we proceed to, to voting, I shall now allow parties the opportunity to make their declarations of vote in terms of Rule 63, if they so wish. And maximum time allowed for, for this purpose is three minutes. So it's three minutes per deterioration of a vote. Any party wishing to make a, a deterioration? Uh, it doesn't seem like uh, there's any party wishing hey, to make a deterioration. Sorry? Yes. Uh, EFF, yeah. The Coca-Cola EFF, the Emmanuel Musha, the Dintatene disagesi monati mo kanya katulo ya pata disupile bukuwa jo butemo lenano yungla hujisarela makolewa kulebele tu baba atule tu impilha malayo mshayo utenua tiriso. 
the act should stipulate that inmates who were sentenced after the commencement of the act, which was on 1 October 2000, after serving a period of 25 years in jail. This introduced a new parole regime from October 2004 because before that, inmates would qualify for the parole after serving 20 years of imprisonment. This anomaly, that means that if one was convicted before the 1st October 2004, but sentenced after the date, that person would be required to serve 25 years before qualifying for parole. As in it happened to Pata, those amendments now make it clear that inmates must serve 25 years before they can be considered for parole if the offense was committed after the stroke six and seven of the Correctional Service Act. On 1 October, when we support the bill, we were also aware that the act may still be sustainable for more legal challenge in the future because there are still major gaps in the parole system. Example, the, the bill does not deal with the process of how inmates who qualify for parole are identified for the different categories of the offense. We suspend that this failure to be provided for a fairly reasonable process for the new parole regime will lead to the further abuse of the right of the being the beginning, not to be end of the thought going process for the prisoners reform. This must entirely a very clear process for the granting of parolees to all those who qualify well, ensuring that they are effective rehabilitation services. We do not need to make those amendments on a piecemeal basis as we are now that there are reforms needed in the correctional service space. Apart from those valid uh, concerns, we are in support of the bill. I thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, Mzamai. Uh, uh, we'll now move on to Honorable Nita uh, from the ANC. Uh, thank you very much, Chair. Good morning to everyone. Uh, Chairperson, African National Congress rises to support the Bill uh, 32 of 2020 and the report of the Select Committee. In 2015, the United Nations General Assembly adopted the revised United Nations Minimum Rules for the treatment of prisoners and approved that they should be known as Nelson Mandela Rules in order to honor the legacy of former President Nelson Mandela, who spent 20 years in prison in, 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 in a course of struggle and liberation. As we deliberate on this bill, 
we reflect on President Mandela's words, wherein he said, I quote, it is said that no one truly knows a nation until one has been inside its jails. A nation should not be judged by how it treats its highest citizens, but its lowest ones, I close quote. Chairperson, under the Correctional Services Act of 1959, anyone sentenced to the life imprisonment was eligible to apply to for a parole after serving a minimum of 20 years. In terms of the section of, of, of the Act of 1998, however, someone serving a life sentence is eligible for a parole only once they have served a minimum of 25 years. Section 1361 of the 1999 Act governs the transition from the parole eligibility requirements under the Section 159 Act to those under the 1999 Act. Section 139.1 provides that inmates sentenced before 1 October 2004 are subject to 1959 Act and must serve a minimum of 20 years. But inmates sentenced after 1st October 2004 are subject to the 1999 Act and must therefore serve a man minimum of 25 years. In the matter of Pasha versus Minister of Justice of Correctional Services and others, Sakanyane intervention, the applicant, Mr. Pasha, is an inmate serving a sentence of life imprisonment. He was convicted for 25 of September 2004, a crime committed earlier, but was sentenced only for 5 October 2004. This means that he is required to serve 25 years before he may apply for a parole. Had Mr. Pasta had been sentenced a few days earlier, he would have had to serve only 20 years before being eligible for parole. Mr. Pasha challenged the sentence, the, sen the section 139, one, sorry, 136.1 in, in the high court on the grounds that the use of the date of sentence rather than the, the uh, date uh, of conclusion. conclusion. Oh, thank you very much, sir. And the Constitutional Court uh, ruled in favor of Mr. Pasha. We wanted to highlight that because it is the reason why we had to table the bill before the House so that we correct such. The African National Congress support the bill. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. Any other party wishing to make a declaration? None. Uh, we will therefore proceed uh, to voting on the, on the question. Uh, I will allow one minute for delegates who are outside the virtual house to join the, the session. Um, yes. Thirty seconds left. 
15 seconds left. Thank you very much. Um, uh, please note that each delegate, including special delegates, has uh, one vote. The question is that the bill be agreed to. Um, we will now move on to the voting. We'll start with those who are in favor. Um, uh, uh, can you please uh, uh, raise their hands and, 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 and please keep those hands up? Those in favor, please raise your hands. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Musodi, vote in favor. Honorable uh, Musodi, vote. Thank you, Chairperson. I vote in favor. Some I vote in favor, that's noted. Honorable Chair, it's Sonia Bosov here. I can't seem to raise my hand, but I vote in favor. Thank you. Please repeat that again. It's Bosov speaking. Bosov is waiting, voting in favor, noted. Chairperson, uh, Mkiv, uh, and Rapa, now the voter in favor of the Nomche. Thank you very much. That's noted. Uh, and Mamarakhan in favor, Chairperson? Mamarakhan's vote is noted. Lansman in favor, Chairperson? Lansman's vote is also noted. Chairperson, Regan Allen, Western Cape, also supported, unable to raise my hand. Thank you. Honorable Normanda Bloom from the Northern Cape, also in favor. Bloom also in favor. Yes. Honorable from Umalanga, vote in favor. Let's start with Bessa first. And the vote from the Upeza Chair, Eastern Cape. Eastern Cape, Upeza, yes. Yeah, agreed, yes. Agreed. Agreeable, yes. 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 Oh. Is another person who is speaking after Upeza? Yes, or I'm saying, 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 I'm Who's the other person? Masilela
ask the table to lower the hands. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we'll move on then to those who wish to register their vote against. Those against, please raise your hands. All right. Uh, those outside the system, that eyes are there, I can see them. Oh, can the hands now be lowered so that we move on? Thank you very much. Uh, can those who want to vote uh, and, and indicate that they are abstaining, please raise their hands. Those abstaining, please raise your hands. It doesn't seem like there are any hands. Uh, thank you very much. Voting is closed. We now await the, the results. Uh, the results are as follows. Uh, there's 58 hands who have voted uh, in favor. Uh, against zero, abstain zero. Uh, uh, so the bill is agreed to in terms of section 75 of the constitution. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, that concludes the business of the day. The house is now adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Chair. Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for Happy birthday, Deputy Chair. Happy birthday, Deputy Chair. Happy birthday, Deputy Chair. Happy birthday, Deputy Chair. On a Thursday, what a day. Wow. Where is the cake? Where is the cake? another meeting. Oh. My other family, my people. It was quick, but Chesa. Chesa. Are they yes, sir? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can move some of the members.
Okay, so, um, is that okay to appease the moving yeah. people to the waiting room? No, you had a full house. Yes, we did. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Honorable Marie, let's 